I'm Pat Pepka, and you are listening to One Thing Led to Another, the only podcast with camp people for camp people. Hello, welcome back to One Thing Led to Another, where, yes, the only podcast for camp people by camp people. You would not believe what we had to do in order to get that uh, recording. We had to, like, jump through many... We walked into his office, and and we asked him, and he did it. It was great and easy, George. Wow, Evan, thanks for spoiling my fun surprise. (laughs) We could have made it seem like we actually worked on this, but now you've ruined it. Um... Well, it's been quite a while, guys, since we have actually posted an episode, um, and we're gonna, me and Evan are gonna talk about that in a bit here. But we're just super excited to be back, um, just trying to get back in the swing of things. And with us today is the infamous Joe Wallace, also my dad. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, Dad. It's, it's good. <laughs> That's to be great. Here. Yeah. So for people at camp that uh, don't know you. Uh, where are you from? How did, how did you um, come to camp? I am from the Twin Cities area mm-hmm. of Minneapolis and St. Paul, Minnesota. Lovely place. Uh, mm-hmm. I came to camp. I heard about it through a friend. Uh, I was a part of the Trailhead program along with Evan, that, that beautiful man. Yeah. Roommate. I love him to death. Uh, <laughs> it was a great nine months, and then I worked the summer. So that was chill. Yeah, chill. Definitely not lots of screaming. <laughs> no, no, not a no, lot of screaming not. kids and screaming stuff staff. Like oh yeah, that too. Just internal oh, yeah. and external just screaming. screaming. Of okay, Joe. So what have you been doing since the summer? Uh, since the summer, I around April before the summer, I was offered a full time position on ACOM at camp. Uh, so I took that job and. Ever since the summer ended, beginning of September, up till now, I have been on accommodations. There you go. That segues right into my next question, which is, why did you decide to stay on contract? Uh, I didn't feel like I was ready to leave camp. I didn't want to leave camp. I sort of fell in love with it, so decided I'd stay, get more experience, build up more of a resume, important adult things. For- yeah, for the ACOM world. Important adult things. Just trying to get higher up there. Oh, yeah. You work your nice. way up. Maybe one day you can become the new <laughs> Mr. <Acom> Clean. <laughs> what an honor. Shave your head and you'll just stand there with your arms crossed. Dude, imagine having a job like that. You just have to, you just get to look cool and mop like once one floor. I mean, and that's not it. even mop a Pretty floor. Sick. You literally just like go to a dirty like tile thing, take the scrubber or or a sponge or whatever, and you do one line, right? That because that's all they ever do in the commercial. You know, I feel like that's such a lie though, because I when I see that, I'm like, oh, that would be so satisfying to just see like that line just go straight through it. But then you actually use it, and it's almost like minimal. Like all those vacuum commercials where they're vacuuming and there's just like these like clean lines <laughs> or like, like, yeah, with the soap. It's like that doesn't happen in no, real no, life. No, it does You're lying to I us. I can attest that does not happen. You, you hear the, <laughs> the little sand getting picked up for a long time after just one stroke or sweep of your vacuum. 
<laughs> one, one stroke of <laughs> one your vacuum stroke. across the floor. <laughs> Here at ACOM at Forest Springs, we do ACOM with finesse. <laughs> it's an art form. It is an art it form. Is, it is an art form. Okay, Joe. So do you remember how you met George and I, respectively? Um, I, if I remember correctly, first time I met George um, was... Let me think. I believe it was wintertainment, and I was working at the bottom of the tube toe, and I just see this guy walk over with this camera and start, like, taking pictures, like, of kids coming down the hill, and I had never seen this young <laughs> child before. So, I mean, obviously, as a photography enthusiast myself, George, don't you interrupt me, um, I <laughs> I walked over and okay. said hi, and that thus began our beautiful relationship uh, as my dad. That's my dad. I was actually going to say, do you remember, so I think before that, when I came and like crashed your party. I do remember that. Hillside, up at Hillside. Were watching we were watching Footloose. And I like met you, like everybody left, and then I was just sitting there. And you were just like, I'm going to stroke your hair. And then you like just stroked my hair. And I was like, I okay. actually do remember that. And that's very much in character for me. So now that you mention it, I do remember that. Was, that. At the moment, I was kind of like, okay, this is how it's going to be. But I, I like realized, no, that's just how Joe is. But yes. Yeah. Yep. That was, that was, that was a great time. Super fun. That's how that I That's the beauty of a Joe. Yep. Of, of Joe. Of a Joe. Uh, and then Evan. Evan, uh, I remember it was first day of Trailhead, and we were all, like, getting on the bus to go on the camp tour. And uh, I just see this guy. Like, we're all in there, and then, like, Evan's one of the last ones on. And there's just this guy who gets on the bus, and he's just got, like, his long, luscious locks flowing in the wind and dramatically, (laughs) like, his hair's just flying everywhere. (laughs) And I think if I remember right, he had like black nail polish on or something. And I just remember thinking, do I Ooh, have to- I might have. <laughs> All I remember was thinking, do I have to live with this for nine months? This thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. I'm, I'm sorry. I take that as a compliment. Wow. I want you to know deep down in my heart of hearts. I'm so glad that that was your, your little, first reaction. Your little emo, yep, his your little, little emo, emo heart. A little emo heart. The yeah, the hair is gone now. The hair is short. Yeah. Uh, I I don't miss it. It, it looks does good. Look very good. Yeah, I mean, the beard is gonna go soon. It it, it is. is. It's gonna go for it a little while not. and then come back as soon as possible. It is not. Can you give a reason for that? That sounds really cryptic. Uh, it's because like I've forgotten what my face looks like a little bit, like without the beard. Oh, and I'm I'm curious, okay. but also like I want it to grow back again and like thicker and so shave it to do that um so you're just pulling a zach right just pulling a zach just shaving it growing it back it's gonna be weird if, though. if you need to remember what your face looked like you'll look like you're 12 i, mean, I have pictures i have some pretty <laughs> good pictures i can just send you uh yeah i've got i've got some good i've got some pictures oh i've got video hey, of evan's beautiful beardless beardless face. face no thank you okay so our next segment uh, this is a new thing that I want to try. So, Joe, you get to be our, our guinea pig, right? So, I call this uh, 
one rant, one cool story. So you have to say one th- random thing that really annoys you. Just in in all of creation, one random thing that really annoys you, and then a cool story, something that happened to you recently that made your life a little a little fun for a minute. George, do you have anything? Oh, you're asking me. I'm asking you, putting you I on forgot, the spot. I forgot that I had to answer these questions. Ooh, you know, off the top of my head, our house gets really dry during the winter, so our heating system is based on like water. So it like boils water and then it sends it through pipes and then the heat kind of like comes out of the pipes. And that's how it, I mean, that's how it heats the house, which is fine on paper. But the problem is, is that it pulls all of the moisture out of the air in the house. So it gets Mm. really dry. And so my, my, like my knuckles have just gotten like continually just super dry and cracked just during the winter and I, I haven't really known why before, but I finally figured out this year. It's because our house is so dry. And so I, like, have to constantly put lotion on it, and, like, it it just bugs me. Uh, so That is fair. My knuckles are actually very dry right now, so I can relate. I, I thought of a couple. I'll just do one, I oh guess. Boy. And I'm sure that you guys can relate to it. So on ACOM, we all know what blue barrels are right yes yes oh yeah do. so the thing Epic. is not Joe everyone knows what barrel. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone knows what the blue barrels are for and oftentimes interesting things will end up inside <laughs> of those blue barrels Ooh. Uh, i would say that the, the most annoying things to pick out are like wet soggy smelly Ooh. napkins I almost gag every time because I have to reach in there and pull them out. They're soggy and moist. <laughs> oh. Oh. That makes me feel uncomfortable. As well as, like, all of the food and leftover coffee and leftover soda and mac and cheese bites just sitting in the bottom, just fermenting and just, oh. when you pull that lid off. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's it. That's the episode. Bad. Let's go home now. <laughs> we lose. I we relate all to that. Lose. That's very relatable. That, that is. I always hated blue barrels. My favorite thing that a blue barrel has ever been used for was this last summer when uh, the adventure staff played worship uh, for staff worship. And mm. Caleb and Mark were on blue barrels as drums. That was yeah. best. That was really good. That was great. Okay, guys. Are you ready ready for this rant, right? Anyone who has spent an extended period of time with me, or really any period of time with me, knows how much I hate pennies. I hate pennies with a burning passion, and I want the podcast to know that pennies are killing this country, okay? And, okay? And the reason why they are still a thing is so stupid that I just can't. I can't even. Okay, pennies cost as of okay, apparently as of 2016, pennies cost 1.67 cents to make. Right? At one point they yep. cost 2.41 cents to make. This is yep. ridiculous. It is costing you more to make the penny than the penny itself is worth. And that just is it's terrible. We're putting ourselves in debt, making pennies. 
And every time a proposal has been made to remove pennies from the monetary system, lobbyists have tabled those proposals because it's worthwhile to corporations to be able to jack the price of something up to 99 cents to get an extra dollar out of you. And it still seem like it's $4 instead of $5 when the price is $4.99. That's the reason that they still exist. I Oh, I'm angry now. This is a bad idea. I shouldn't have chosen this rant. Yeah. I just, I just want everyone to note that Evan was literally like shaking his phone screen <laughs> as he was talking. I could see it move. Um, I, I understand like pennies. It, it's frustrating. Like a lot of stuff. It's like we have to pay more for that. Someone, I was arguing with somebody about this one time. Somebody said, I don't remember who it was, was talking about just how much like actual change you would have to go through to, to actually get rid of pennies. Like, you would have to do a lot to get rid of them. So, like, as much as everyone, as much as, like, the people want to get rid of it, the actual work you'd have to do and, like, restructuring, commerce, trading, and all that kind of stuff, like, it would be a lot to get rid of the penny. But maybe it's worth it. I don't know. If we're saving a ton of money, then I'd vote vote for the nickel in 2020. Or better yet, vote for the quarter, the only coin that matters. The only cool coin. The only cool one. Okay, George, do you have a cool story? Uh, well, I found a penny today. I hate you and everything you stand for. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I was walking. I have been doing um, a daily photo challenge for my Instagram to try and push my creativity and kind of just push myself to make more and get better. Um, and so in that I'm trying, I'm trying, my goal is to prove that the town that I live in, you can get cool photos in. Um, so actually this was on Sunday. We got five inches of snow here. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys got some too. Uh, I woke up the day before was like clear, sunny, woke up Sunday morning. It was snowing. Church got canceled. It was was just really fun. But Sunday afternoon, like the the clouds kind of started to to kind of float off. The sky cleared up a bit, but there was still this like sort of this like fog in the air or this like mist. There was just this sort of like moisture in the air, and so like half of the sky was like blue and half of it was like still kind of white. So it's this really beautiful sky, and so I um, I was trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to take a picture of today? I have to do something. And I was like, oh, it's a perfect time. So I just walked outside, um, and. I don't often like walk. I don't just often walk around my town a lot, you know, and much less trying to take pictures, but I was just walking around and everything was so quiet and peaceful. And it just, it was, it was beautiful. It was just really cool. It was like here, here I am in this town where I feel like I can't make anything look good or be creative. And everything just looked, um, it looked picture perfect. Amazing. So Ooh, that's my story. Perfect. It's really fun. Um, I got I got a lot of pictures out of that one. I only posted uh, the picture of like a snowbank, which I really thought looked like a mountain, and I hoped I could fool some people, but it apparently didn't because <laughs> nobody was fooled. But that's that's another story. So is that what that yeah, picture was, just, was, was really on cool. your on your Instagram page? It was. Yeah, it's a snowbank. So that thing is over fourteen feet tall now. It's huge. Wow. It's a ginormous I want to dig so. a tunnel in it and make it my home. 
Okay, I'll do it with you. That would be that would be fun. Trailhead throwbacks. But that's Sounds my like a blast. <laughs> that's my cool story. Joe, you got any? Oh, what a cool story, George. Um, I've been racking my brain and I don't have a lot in there right now, but uh, the one thing that I am thinking of um, is I went home to the Twin Cities for a visit to visit with my parents and my, my younger sister. Um, and on the way there, I stop uh, normally in Hudson at just like a McDonald's, a gas station, typically a quick trip because quick trip is better than Casey's. We all know that. Yes. The fact. Yes. Amen. Um, thank you, George. No. Thank you. Anyway, Evan, you're wrong. So I stopped at this this quick trip, and uh, I was just meandering about looking for like a monster, something to, to give me energy to, to finish the night out, because it was probably about midnight at this point, and I had another hour to go. Um, and I was just like, turned the corner like around to the next aisle, and I ran into uh, an old friend of mine uh, from, I don't know, maybe... 10 years ago back when like i was 12 Whoa. before we moved from like eau claire to twin cities and uh just he and i were like wait a minute you look really familiar do we know each other and like we exchanged like names that kind of stuff found out we'd known each other like 10 11 years ago wow so we just sat we just sat and caught up for like i don't know a half hour 40 minutes it was kind of random no kind of awkward but it was really cool that's awesome, man. That's cool. Really That's cool. great. So no my cool story happened today. Um, I was working uh, in the coffee shop um, opening this morning, which was very stressful. That's a different story. Um, but in the coffee shop, we have a trivia board where we put a trivia question up. And the customers who come in every day try to guess the answer to the trivia question. And it can be anything. So whoever's closing the night before writes a trivia question on the board, and that's what it is for the day. Anyway, today when I walked in, the question was, um, which film legend starred in the 1985 film Legend as The Darkness? Right? So the answer to that question is Tim Curry, beloved actor and film legend. Right? So throughout the day... As I'm mentally screaming, um, going through orders, people would come up and they would look at the board and they would say, oh, who is it? And I would say, it's Tim Curry. And they'd be like, oh, I should have known that and walk away. Anyway, these two old ladies come up to the counter and they're waiting on their drinks. And as I'm making their drinks, I'm kind of talking to them, you know, what they're up to, how their day is going, that kind of thing. And... They look up at the board and they're kind of talking to each other. And then they like reach across the counter and one of them taps me on the arm and she's like, so what's the answer to the trivia question? And I said, it's Tim Curry. And <laughs> she looks at her friend, like confused, and her friend goes, must not be much of a film legend. I've never heard of him. <laughs> and then they just walked out. <laughs> that was the end of the conversation and it made my morning. That's great. <laughs> what a time. I love I love old ladies, especially like at this job, because they'll just say the most random things and then, you know, tune out completely. It's great. Joe, you've never done this before, so uh but you've listened to the podcast, so you know what goes on. 
and exactly the weight that these questions have. Um, so just answer them to the best of your ability and, uh, and we'll move on. No judgments, sometimes judgments, (laughs) uh, about your answers. Uh, and then George, you, you'll be able to answer as well. Yeah. Okay. Of course. First question. What would be the first thing that you would do with your money if you won the lottery? Now I'm talking like the Powerball, like life-changing amount of money. What would be the first thing that you do with it? That that's a a tough one. Uh, I've I've given a lot of thought to that one actually. Um, not that it will ever happen because <laughs> I work at camp and I don't buy lottery tickets. So um, uh, I think the first you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. You're, you're not wrong. The True. first thing I would do. But technically, then you're accurate. That's fair. I I think the first thing I would do is, like, I mean, it depends on, like, how much I got. But, like, I think a a vast, not a vast majority, but a good amount of the money would definitely be divvied up. And I would be uh, donating it to a lot of different charities and different churches. I know. It's a really, like, (laughs) it's a typical, typical answer, like, of a no, good man, Christian that's a good, boy. That's a good answer. I think the, a lot of it would that's be going answer. to charitable giving, and I would say all, most of the rest would be put away into some some good like investments, some good bonds, like a good savings account, just where it can build interest to where eventually, when I need it for important things, then it's there. There you go, man. That's a good good responsible. Uh, it's answer. it's a boring it's a answer. Respons- but I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say buy a Tesla, so I don't really think that compares to the. I mean, Owen would be proud of you. So what, Joe? Uh, yeah, I don't really. I mean, Teslas are apparently good for the environment, so maybe, maybe. Okay, so question yeah. number two. Uh, right. So I wrote these questions uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. I don't remember. Anyway. Since your answer was obviously to donate to a charitable cause because you're not a terrible person, George. <laughs> wow, George. Oh. It looks like there oh, was a right and a wrong what answer. Cause, what cause would you there donate was. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, well, the right answer oh. here is camp. Yeah, I don't know if that's the right answer. Is there a right answer, George? It's a um, it's a answer. I don't know. If yeah. I don't think there is a right answer. Two two causes. Um, one probably towards like Christian creatives doing uh, like film film photography music stuff like that. Um, like jump starting people or helping people do more, and then you know probably donating towards like like an outdoor like national parks preservation thing or something. I mean, some of those groups are like all over the yeah. place, but I mean, I, I enjoy being outside a lot and I'd want to, I'd want to keep some of those parks, maybe improve them, you know? Yeah. Very oh, fair. Oh, and the other one would be, I'd probably, I'd probably go to uh, the seminary that we were at in Colorado, this little tiny place out in the middle of Colorado. It's like log cabins. I mean, it's not, it's not in the middle of nowhere, but like up in the mountains, this like, cool little place uh which was really neat for me to be at but yeah that's what that's what i would say there you go man 
Some pretty okay, good pauses. Um, the first two that come to my mind, I mean, of course, some of it's going to be going to like ministries and other other things like that. But the first two things that like kind of pop into my mind are uh, one of them is Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, which is basically like a faith based uh, rehabilitate rehabilitation program for recovering addicts. Um, my dad went through that program a uh, long time back and it just did wonders for him and just I'm really passionate about the work that they do and the way that they do it so I think that would be one of them and then the other one would be uh, I forget the exact name of it now it's like <sighs> Cancer Treatment Center of America uh, the CTCA or something like that um, where they work on uh, finding better cures for, for people with cancer. And I, that's another thing that I'm just really passionate towards, just trying to find something that will cure it better than something like chemo or radiation, which just totally tears up a human body. Yeah, so. no kidding. Yeah. I think any, any charitable giving is, is good. If it's from the heart, if, if that's your genuine, you know, uh, intention is to to help people then then it's good no matter what oh, it yeah, is for sure okay so joe uh you talked a little bit earlier about being on acom for the last quarter couple months how how has that been for you like has it met your expectations of what you thought it would be i i guess <laughs> i don't really know how to answer that question did you have expectations well. No, not really. I wasn't expecting a whole lot. I was expecting ACOM, but I mean, yeah. so far it's it's worked out, and Megan was great, and the new director is amazing, and uh, Lonnie's fun, as a lot of <laughs> a lot of the other staff know that everyone loves to hang out with Lonnie. So, yep, really been enjoying uh, building into those relationships there a lot, and. Uh, the work isn't bad. I enjoy it enough to where I'm not wanting to throw a brick through a window every day. That is a good like base level. You can work. You can use the bricks that you don't throw to build yes. upon that foundation. Oh, amen, Evan. Oh yeah, full circle. Couldn't have said it better exactly. myself. Full circle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so uh, the next important question. Uh, now that you're the richest man in the world, uh, what pet would be your lovable sidekick? Ooh, a big Burmese mountain dog. Ooh, I miss Piper. Uh, I miss Piper. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Piper. <laughs> is she gone for good or is she coming back again? That is a good heard. question for the Rosenaws. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm going to have to go with uh, a big old German Shepherd, like okay, just I lo- I've always ever since I've been young I've loved German Shepherds and just like the way that they're so loyal towards like their one master and if you cross the master you're done. <laughs> I don't know, that, yeah, that's no, always that's been fair. fun. I, so I, I feel like I would get a, a German Shepherd and like maybe call him like I don't know Pluto something something fun Mickey Mouse related. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. Is that nice. uh, okay? We went. Our brains went to different places. You went Disney. I went uh, Roman mythology. 
Uh, oh. Oh. I mean, that Which, works too. That works too. Yeah. So, Evan, I'm assuming you would get like a rabbit or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'd get a rat a for rabbit. sure. No way. A rat. Okay, yeah. so if I'm if I'm dream casting my animal pet, oh boy. I want a a red panda. Um, because they are oh. adorable. Isn't that illegal? It, it might be, but I'm the richest man in the world in this uh, scenario, so whatever. I'm above <laughs> okay. the law. Um, and I would get a little red panda, and I would name him Bartholomew, and then he would like ride on my shoulder everywhere that I went. Nice. That. That's I think a Evan's answer. answer won. Evan's that. answer won. <laughs> yeah. You've won the podcast. You can have it now. <laughs> See, we don't have all this money, George. We're not I don't have to do money. anything anymore. Um, okay, so Joe, you're you're at camp like twenty four seven. You're there all winter long, and you see like when people are around camp, but then also when there's nobody at camp. What's like? What's your favorite thing to do at camp when like nobody's around? Um, my favorite thing to do. Well, most of the time when there's no one around, I'm still working, so there's not a lot to do yeah. other than that. Um, okay. I guess, I mean, I enjoy something I've taken to doing lately is just like, it's kind of weird, but like late at night on like a Monday or a Tuesday when there's no groups in, nobody's there, like not a single soul, like nine or 10 at night, I'll just like drive down to the main buildings and I'll just like get out and just like walk around. I don't know if that's weird. I just didn't really enjoy walking around. It's peaceful and it's, it's really quiet. And that is, that's a good one. I, especially when I'm at camp, like, just walking by myself in the dark, just, oof, mm-hmm. nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Nothing like it. Especially in the summer when you get hit by bugs, you know? Oh. Oh, yeah. So, next question. Uh, now that you are extremely famous as well as rich, what movie franchise will be graced with your breakout performance? I want to be the next Tony Stark. <laughs> wow, George just... I want to be that cool. He just Go shot straight for one. Marvel. Man. There you go. Yeah, well, hey, we're dreaming, right? We are dreaming. Dream big. We're dreaming. I just think, like, it would be so cool to just be that rich and just go out and just help people with stuff and save the world a bunch of times and just be a generally cool guy. I don't know. Except for all those people that not hate in him real life. to try to destroy the world. Precisely. Well, they're just they're just having a bad day, you know. Kind of just having a rough time. <laughs> You'd be like the Mister Rogers of the Marvel universe. <laughs> you don't need to open that dimensional portal. You're just having a bad day. Take a deep breath. I'll wear a bunch of cardigans. Perfect. So, the the first thing I would do is uh, first off, we have to go back and delete the Hobbit because the Hobbit movies were absolutely horrific. And then I'm oh. going to have them redirected and made exactly how I like with me starring as Smog, of course. <laughs> all right. All right. Does he die? Dragon yes. Joe. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Joe. Can you, okay. Can you give us a little bit of your audition tape, right? So in the Desolation of Smog movie, as terrible as that movie was, uh, Smaug's most famous line was, I am fire, I am death. So could you just give us your best Smaug line? This is your audition. 
This is my audition. This is your I mean, official I'm the audition. Rich, I am the richest and most famous man in the world, so the audition doesn't really matter. I'll just buy my way in. So I feel like my audition it's... has to be something like RAR or something. I don't know. Just like that. <laughs> just a very monotone, just RAR. I don't know. <laughs> I breathe fire, boys. You're not even going to indulge us and just say the line. You're just going to buy your way in how selfish no who needs lines when you can buy stuff with all the money that i have at that point he has a point (laughs) to be rich (laughs) i am rich i am power oh my gosh oh my gosh that was beautiful that was i was glad that that we got to be a part of that moment now that we've moved on past the crux the crescendo of our podcast which is the questions in the middle we're going to move on to listener comments, my favorite part of the podcast. We finally have some this we, time. We have some. I'm so proud of you guys, but you need to keep them coming. You need to step up your game. This keep is an official going. PSA. Uh, if mm-hmm. you liked the Instagram post that I put up on Instagram asking for questions and did not send me a question, I can see that. I can see your name on the post i can see it and i know that you didn't send me a question so you need to step up your game real quick boy like, yeah, get it we, get uh, on it this isn't just like a you have options to give us a question this is like you should have given us a question a long time ago yes yeah, so we know some chance. things about you yes you specifically and uh we're, we won't hesitate to ask for more questions if you just keep refusing to do so uh we might have to take some serious actions. But. Exactly. You know what's going to happen if we ask again and you don't give us questions? Guess what? We're going to give you a yellow card. Three yellow yeah. cards. That leads to a penalty mark. Five of those, <laughs> and we're just going to ask you again. <laughs> Wasn't there a citation in there somewhere? Somewhere, but it got lost. It oh got my. lost. Anyway. That was perfect. Perfect reference. That was great. Anyway, so All right, moving to on this. to the listener comments. First one from Owen, my boy, my, my home dog. What a what a guy. What a guy. If someone offered you twelve thousand dollars to play Fortnite every day for a year, would you do it? Well, I'm basically doing that already now, so yes. So you're already making twelve grand to play Fortnite every day for a year? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just, I just play it. So if someone was gonna pay me to do it, I would definitely say yes. Okay. I wish I was okay. getting paid. Joe, what's your, what's your take here? So those hot takes. Oh man. Yeah. Um, twelve thousand bucks. It's you're on your way I mean, to the lottery. It's a lot here. of money, but like. I already make that doing stuff much more enjoyable than Fortnite, and Fortnite's kind of <laughs> cringy. It's just, I mean, I guess it depends. It, it depends true. on how long I have to play a day, because I mean, he didn't necessarily he That's didn't specify how long. So if I just have to like log on, oh. play a quick game, and I'm out like every day for a year, I'm in. But if he means like exactly. twelve hours a day, like a or like a full work day of Fortnite, I'm just like that would make me sick. Oh no, if, no! That's if it's crazy. a full work day, that's a terrible like salary. Exactly, it's a that terrible, is a terrible amount of money. To make. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. So, 
that's what I'm saying. If I can just log on and play a quick game and then like get out and then that's my paycheck, like I am I am good with oh, that. Yeah. Plus like if I am feeling into it, like you can you could keep playing longer and then maybe that turns into a successful esports career down the road and you can just keep bringing in the money. Be the world's You're next the new ninja. ninja. Exactly. Read his book and you'll you'll do it. You'll be great. He wrote a book. He wrote a book. He knows how to read. He, he knows how to spell. <laughs> yeah, I, I have not seen a good review on the book so far, but uh, it does exist. I think it's called Getting Good. Um, so wow. if you're really just wanting to get better at Fortnite, hit this guy up. He should have known that like his fan base, his constituency would not read a book that he released. <laughs> Or a book in Probably because they don't know how to read. That's, that's what half I'm of saying, the, half man. Of them, yeah, half of them don't even know the alphabet. Okay. So, next question. Next question from Callie. Callie, one of my favorite people on, on the planet. Uh, and this is... <laughs> okay. So, this is the setup for a joke. The punchline will be read on the next podcast. Next time. Okay. All right. right. So here's the setup. Okay. How do you get to the weight room at Hogwarts? Hmm. That's the setup. You're welcome. All right. Uh, Stay tuned next time for the punchline. I'm sure it will be worth the wait. All right. I will be, I will spend my days waiting (laughs) intently for this it's going to consume everything thanks Callie I will lay awake at night just thinking (laughs) about the weight room at Hogwarts good we keep getting messages from G Crikey and I'm really not sure how he found the podcast to begin with because I am complete I like I have a restraining order for him but somehow he's still like (laughs) trying to get to me um and he says why did you take such a long break whose fault was it seriously tell us tell us who did it tell us now well uh g crikey i definitely wouldn't tell the answer just because you asked um but uh just because it has been a while i think me and evan did a did a live episode on instagram last week i think or the week before or something like that. And we just kind of talked about why we were gone. So I'll just kind of, we'll, we can just kind of recap that quick, but yeah, basically it's just been, honestly, both of us have just been really busy with other stuff. Uh, life has gotten in the way for me, a lot of school, a lot of other projects. And we, we talked a couple times about doing an episode, but it just felt like January just went so fast it definitely it wasn't anybody's fault it was just george and i both like being super busy yeah caught up with other mm-hmm. stuff and other projects um but like we want to come back to it and try a lot of new things um we both have a lot of ideas about like different things that we can do on the podcast um different creative projects that we've both been working on like while we've been gone um so that stuff is coming uh also a little like more immediate we recorded you know sound bites of you guys when we were at camp for wintertainment um just a bunch of people that we haven't released yet but but those will be going out at some point soon yeah um 
So yeah, just keep keep your ear to the ground, and we'll be bringing more stuff. Um, so but yeah, you right in over. summation, it was George's fault. Uh, it was. <laughs> um, I think the the one good thing that's come out of this is it's kind of given us, or at least me, to kind of step back and say, look at what we're doing. You know, because neither Evan and I have neither of us have done a podcast before, so we're just kind of going off of what we know and. I mean, I've listened to the first episode and even in that I can say, wow, we've come like a long way. So it's a, it's a journey to figure out, you know, how do you do this? How do you, how do you make stuff interesting? How do you have a conversation for 45 minutes? Um, and all this kinds of stuff. And, you know, it's just sort of a constant, there's like improving things. And so it's giving me a chance to just kind of step back and say, okay, what are we doing? Kind of take stock and say, what are we doing? What can we change? How do we, how do we make this more interesting, uh, more meaningful and and just sort of altogether more efficient and uh, better sounding, I guess. So that's, that's been a good thing out of it. So it definitely has. And we're not there yet. (laughs) No, we're not, not by any means. So, so if you guys can stick around through the weird puberty of this channel medium, then promise it'll get better. Promise there's, there's good things coming. There's a glow up in our future. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I have one more question, which was submitted by my brother literally minutes before the uh, show actually started. So I'm not sure if this actually counts as a, I, I guess he does listen to this show. He's, he's doing Fortnite dances in front of me while I'm saying this, which is really awkward. Um, <laughs> he's wondering what, what are our thoughts on the Tesla Cybertruck? Well, frankly, George... I yeah. would call it the Dorito of motor vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's triangular and generally generic. I was looking at a picture of it the other day, and I just realized there's in the pictures that they've released, there's no rearview mirrors or windshield wipers that I have seen. <laughs> So I don't know how Tesla's going to do that, that thing. An oversight. <laughs> it's just oversight. <laughs> well, it's back like to the rain, drawing board. What rain? <laughs> rain doesn't exist. Nope. Elon Musk will fix the rain. Okay, Joe, you got to weigh in on this one, fan. What? What? Cybertruck? Go. You can call me a boomer. I don't know what that is. I well, wish we, I didn't know what it was. Like, I think okay. I might have yeah. seen like one um, picture you know what Tesla like, is, right? a few weeks ago, but I don't know if that was the thing, the same thing, or the thing that we were talking about, or a different thing <laughs> that has nothing related to this one thing that we're trying to talk Fair to, talk about. Um, it's a car that looks like a uh, low-res warthog from Oh, Halo no. <laughs> that just sounds like a mistake. It's very bad. Yeah, they they announced the car and then tried to show off its bulletproof glass by slamming metal balls. Oh, into I did the hear about that. Both times I did they tried actually it, hear it about broke. that. Okay, I did hear about that. Okay, <laughs> which I'm beginning to think though was a marketing stunt because the Cybertruck got so much more free ad space and promotion because of that. It became a meme and it was like it grew way larger all of a sudden. That's my theory. I can't necessarily prove it. So that's my conspiracy yeah. theory. I don't know. Even even boomers like us know. Well, good thoughts, Joe. Really appreciate that. Very in depth and uh, co- cohesive. 
on that note, guys, we're yeah. gonna sign off for this time. Call Thank it a night. you so much, Joe, for being on the podcast. Uh, You're yeah. our favorite boomer. I yeah. swear. It's been really fun. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, yeah, can't wait to do another episode and just kind of yeah, get yeah. back into the swing of things. So, thanks again, guys, for listening to the show. Uh, from me and Evan, and I'm assuming Joe too, we really appreciate all of you and for just sticking around through all of our random messes and uh, awkward interactions, which you can totally hear and I can't cover up with editing. So, it's been a blast, guys. Uh, we will see you soon. Bye. 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 And that's going to do it for One Thing Led to Another. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have comments or something you want to tell us, hit us up on Instagram or at our new email, theonethingpodcast at gmail.com. I'm George Croker. Thanks again. We will see you next time. Bye.